Hey everybody, my name is Alex and this is Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. Now, I just probably won't be a long one, but um, I wanted to thank everybody who's been listening to the podcast lately. And also, if you haven't listened to the Monster Moose May episode, I encourage you to do that. Um, especially because not next week, but the week after, there'll be kind of a, not, not just next um, sort of day episode, but the week after that one, the following one, I'll probably be talking about um, No Guns Life Season 2, which, believe it or not, is, for, is related. Um, and if you're like, wait, what, how? Those aren't even in the same ballpark. Definitely go listen to the Monster Musume episode, and you will totally understand why they're in, they are in totally the same ballpark. But on that note, I wanted to talk today about supporting independent artists. And, um, I've talked about the, uh, the $200 a month, $200 a month issue in the animation industry before, but even more than that, I want to talk about supporting independent artists because unless you come from a, um, family background where art has always been really important, or, like, you have a parent who is an artist of some kind, pursuing a career in art is not, um, is is not, look, it not looked, pursuing a career in art or pursuing a career in anything creative, like acting, any kind of visual art or performance art, isn't usually understand uh, understood as being a worthy thing for people still and i know that seems odd considering how much art and creativity everybody always consumes but the the bottom line is, is that as someone who went to art school it, art school is not necessarily a clear path and there's so much subjectivity to, you know, uh, to art, that it's, that, like, the act of grading it is almost, is really difficult, and you need really talented artists to be really talented art school professors, and oftentimes you encounter in art school like, super talented people, but you also encounter people who just, like, they're going to art school, but they're not going to use it. And it takes a lot of drive to use... I read a um, statistic a while ago that said 75% of people aren't currently working in a field that requires they use their degree. And in art I'm in, in art in the term in terms of like art school and the like, I'm sure that number is even higher. 
because I I met um I recently met a guy named Mike Kasami, um who has a local art studio and has really big clients like Megan Rapino and like stuff like that and people like that. But he does commissions and he is like really de- and he makes a lot of money. He like charges a really decent amount for his work but to be an independent artist you have to constantly you know drive to create and you have to like follow the algorithms and all this stuff and you have you have to be super marketable and your your brand of your brand of whatever you make has to be super desirable and interesting and like in the moment or have such skill to it that people are forced to to acknowledge it and not everybody's capable of that i i mean i i'm very lucky to have a very good paying um creative job but many people can't they can't they can't many people can't bend their creativity to be useful in a professional way and one of the things that people constantly are like oh yeah you you you're a graphic designer you're you're a designer that must be so fun and creative and that really neither here nor there oftentimes working as a creative just like means that you're not using a whole lot of talent you're using the like creative you're using basically creative skill that doesn't that does that doesn't really access much of your talent i'm um i'm a i'm a furniture curator is what my title is and basically what that means is I pick furniture out for really wealthy clients. <laughs> and I put everything together and as a presentation and as part of the job I work at, we present furniture to clients. And a lot of that isn't like, oh, what's the most creative this or what's the most creative that? A lot of that is... Oh, we have this chair that we th- that we were going to suggest to a different person, but it's really perfect for this person. Let's use that chair so I don't spend more time looking for a chair. Um, and when that happens, it's kind of perfect. And that's not to say that like there aren't creative thoughts, there aren't what's out there. Spend some time. What's out there? I'm about to go on a business trip, which I need to see if I need to plan. Um, for in regard to this show, because I may be in another state for the days that certain things need to be recorded and released. So we'll see what, I'll stare at my calendar and see, like, oh, I'm going to be on a plane on this Sunday, so I need to make sure I have a Sunday edition recorded. But one of the things that I started doing during the pandemic was I, you know, finally took a good hard look at Patreon 
I had I actually have a Patreon set up for myself, but I never I never put anything on it because I never feel like I need to. But um I started looking at um people I want to support on Patreon and one of the if you ever like how do you find people that you want to support on Patreon? One of the best ways to do that and one of the best choices I made just as a person that has immensely improved my life is I looked at my Instagram feed and I kind of mass unfollowed a people I really didn't know and like stuff that was felt like it was just for my own professional needs. Like I've I used to follow tons of like ad agencies and all this stuff and it wasn't really it didn't add much to pardon the pun. But what did was I started following artists I like. You know, I started following you know, independent illustrators and you, you know and I had done some of this. Young kids who like draw in their bedrooms and they're really good. And what that allowed me to do was find people like like um ultimately like um an artist named Kushav Ilya who I or um Zeronis or I'm gonna say Im- I've never said this out loud, Imogen Zero Two and all these or um Sam, Sam does art is another one. But Sam does art is he has his own YouTube channel. It's a whole thing. But you can go find him on Instagram. He's got tons of followers. But all of these people also have um, Patreon, Patreon account, Patreons that you can contribute to. And as kind of like... And I, I thought it was important that I do this. I still think it's important that I do this. Um, because we ain't out of the pandemic yet, god damn it. Um, but I started supporting people on Patreon. You know, I went to, I went and I found some of my favorite artists, and I just, you know, the way I looked at it was, I pledge enough to get something back. Because A, I, I don't want to just pledge a dollar, because yes, a million people pledging a dollar makes you a million dollars a month. But with with most of the artists that I'm following, they get maybe maybe a thousand a month. Maybe a little maybe a little close to two thousand a month, which is a great living. That's like that that's that's good money most places. I, I'm I can tell you that's good money most places. And what that allows them to do is allows them to just make stuff. And I usually pledge, I think the highest tier I pledge on anybody is 10 bucks. And I probably spend about 100 bucks a month, which for me is perfectly reasonable, um, on, um, on Patreon pledging. And I'm not trying to say, like, you should go out and do this. Uh, you, there are other platforms you can use things like, um, you can use things like Kofi 
is another platform that's pretty simple. You can, um, people have their own way for you to donate, all this other stuff. But what pledging to independent artists allows them to do is allows them the space to do things they wouldn't otherwise be able to. So, um, the artist I mentioned earlier, Kushav Ilya, actually ended up doing the, um, actually ended up, I think, doing in its entirety the ending, or the very least art directing and illustrating it, for the recent anime adaptation of The World Ends With You, which is a huge deal. Um, they also end up, they also ended up doing a lot of the promotional work for the Ghost in Shell 2045 show, especially the film that came out recently. They ended up doing the trailer for, doing the, um, doing the cinematic poster for that. And, like, would, would they have gotten that, um, would they have gotten that opportunity Without me specifically, yeah, sure. They have. I, I'm not pledging like a thousand dollars a month to people Patreons, Patreons, but would that would they have that same opportunity without a massive support from absolute randos on the internet? Probably not. And um, specifically with um the Ronis. They, um, I believe he, he is a really, like, um, I don't know that I'm giving you the right name there. Um, Theronis is actually a former video game illustrator. But, um, I think who I'm looking for is, hold on. Um, Gooey's. It's spelled G-U-W-E-I-B. Zeronis is a pinup artist I follow that I support also. But Guiz didn't have a Patreon for the longest time. Like, you can go look them up on Instagram. They are insanely talented. But what... But they ha- And they had had a Patreon at one point, but they didn't... Um, what's the best, what's the best way to put it? It didn't give them any things. They, it didn't do much for them, and the, the way they work didn't conform to Patreon. And they announced one day on um, Instagram, like, "Hey, I'm thinking of starting a Patreon again. I think I finally, you know, have a way where it would be useful, not just to you, but to me. Because what's important is that this stuff is also useful to the artists." the artist gets enough out of it and one of the first things they did was they released a process video and for those of you listening to this who probably don't know i i spend a couple hours every day drawing usually at night or early in the morning but i spend a couple hours every day drawing if you go follow me over on instagram you'll see a lot of my um illustration work i've done it for about, let's say, 20 years um, since I was a kid. But it was, it's a lot of, it's a really interesting for me to see how people work and how, um, 
how other illustrators work, and and Gleaze uses his Patreon largely to show his process, which is much more complicated and involved than my process. <laughs> but giving but giving him like I think I gave him like what five up actually. I think I can I can tell you guys exactly so I support twenty four people currently and um yeah the highest I give anybody is ten bucks. Um I believe I give I give Gleeze five bucks and um Gleeze makes it easy five bucks gets you everything everything that he's gonna post at all which means occasionally you know um procreate and photoshop brushes all the tutorial videos he does all that kind of stuff but what that five bucks does is from enough people it allows him to make that his profession even if he never sells a piece but he has published books before and because, like I said, it's the opening of this long rambling thing. Be, being in a create, going to school and trying to be in a creative field, isn't a guarantee of. Isn't a guarantee that you'll make a ton of money. Whereas if you um go get an MBA in business, and then you go get your um. Recently, I was um, slate to slate money all the time, um, which I actually do this weekend. I have with this week's one. Is they said that once you're in that kind of field for like two, three years, you get locked in because of the amount of money, and it becomes really hard to leave the lifestyle that kind of money can get you, and. On the on the other hand, somebody who's pursuing like a creative passion is probably a lot happier, but it's a lot harder to monetize that passion. And I've talked before about like the society's attempt to make you monetize your hobbies, but it's different when you are actively pursuing something as a job. When you know you're anime podcast that you release twice two times a week on on anything you you're currently listening to it now on is just the thought it's like a side thing and like yeah it's cool that you made five hundred dollars one time but it's not it's not necessary that you make any money off it um or you love drawing and you don't care if you've ever sold a drawing but for people who they want that to be their profession it it's a lot harder especially when you're doing your own thing and but the thing that's important is that we all remember like we need new blood constantly in create in creative field and so much of the creative field is set up to get the most out of people 
before they pay you any kind of significant amount. So, and that's true, and that's certainly true in anime. That's part of the $200 a month issue, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, go with, you can go find that Sunday edition in the feed, in whatever you're using to listen to this right now. But by supporting independent artists, you give them the the financial space to be able to do things like, oh, this isn't going to pay a whole lot, but it's going to be a huge amount of exposure, and it's going to be a feather in my cap, like um, Kushav Ilya's ending for um, The World Ends With You, or their poster work for Ghost in the Shell 2045. That may not have paid the best, but it was worth... But it's a huge amount of exposure, and it's a professional thing they could do because on Patreon they make, um, let me see what uh, Kuchav Ilya, um, current take. Because you can tell, and the other thing is you can follow people, and if you go to their overview on their page, they, out of, there are 702 Patreons for them, um, per creation, they make about Seventeen hundred and sixty dollars, which is a lot, um, and they make actually there's seven to seven hundred and two patrons out of three thousand, which is what they said is their cap. Um, and they make seven. They make seven. Um, they make. $1,760 per creation, which means that every time they put something up, the amount of money that they that they bring in for the, each piece is that is it's a $1,760. And that's a big deal, because that means that person can pay their rent, that means that person can grocery shop, that means that person can live a decent life, because now... Could they still maybe have a normal job? Probably. But supporting an independent artist means that... And you can also do things like um, the, anim- the animated dormitory project and stuff like that. But there's a um, kind of universal truth that has been true for a long time. Is that, like, should you should you give a drug addict $100? Probably not. But should you, in general, just give people money without strings attached? Probably. Because, and this is a problem with lots of politicians, lots of politicians don't want to just give people money. But the bottom line is, is if we, as a country, and I live in America, if you're listening to this in another country, since I know I have a 3% listenership in Japan. Hi. Um, but... If we just gave, if more, if more governments just gave people money, it would free up the, it would make space for people to do more and contribute more to the world instead of working jobs that cause them to, yes, provide a service, but really take more than they're giving but also not 
give that person who's working that minimum wage job enough to go out and contribute something to the world in a real way because they've got to work to eat. On that note, um, if you like this episode, definitely subscribe and whatever you're using to listen to this right now. New episodes come out every Thursday and Sunday. Sunday episodes are more um, philosophical and metatextual and industry or fandom focused like this. And Thursday episodes are more like the Monster Musume episode where I talk about a specific show or movie or property or something like that. So until next time, I've been Alex. This has been Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. And we'll see you on Thursday.